Hi, love, and welcome to Listening to Your Gut. My name is Kelly Bluth, and I am a certified holistic nutritionist with a passion and purpose in this life to educate and serve others like you. As a woman with two autoimmune conditions, I have found the power in embracing a holistic lifestyle to support my overall well-being. In each episode, I will share inspiration, tips, or research-proven strategies that will help you to listen to your gut literally and figuratively. Together, we will work to honor our mind, body, and soul through holistic wellness. I am so pumped we are on this journey together. Let's dive in. Okay, here we go. Here we go, baby. It is another solo episode 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 from ya girl if you hear some jingles in the background that is riley on the floor stretching and Riker is literally sitting on my lap he's about to try and press something so hopefully we don't ruin the recording um but he wanted to co-host with me today so he's here as well hi baby boy all right so today we are going to be talking about five tips for holiday eating right the holidays are coming up. For those of us in the United States, we are about to celebrate Thanksgiving here in about a week and a half. And then after that, it's really, it's just let the celebrations begin, right? We've got all kinds of things coming up. Um, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all sorts of holiday celebrations. So love it, love it, love it. But we want to make sure that we can stay sane throughout it, right? Um, with all the, the food that is going to be around, right? That we're not maybe some of us typically used to seeing and eating. Um, that can be very stressful, right? To Especially when you're trying to manage a healthy lifestyle. And so I want to talk about five tips for holiday eating today. So we're going to go ahead and just dive right into it. Okay. All right. So tip number one is don't skip meals. Okay. Hand raised. Raise your hand if you've ever done that. Okay. You can't see me, but my hand is raised. I mean, we've all been there, right? We've all done it. But now being a holistic nutritionist, I know that that is just not the way to go, right? You think you're doing yourself something, (laughs) a service, but you're actually doing yourself a disservice, right? So when we skip meals, this actually is going to throw off our blood sugar and that's going to therefore then increase your cravings, all right? So it's AKA it's going to backfire <laughs> when you do that. So don't do that. Don't skip meals, all right? Still eat your normal meals, but just be mindful and, you know, eat in moderation is what I always say, right? You really do have to be mindful as you eat, because when we are just mindlessly eating, that's when we overeat um, and feel really lousy and crappy, you know, afterwards, right? And then at that point, it's too late because we've already, you know, done, done it and did it. And we, you know, we feel not so great. So don't skip your meals. Okay. That is tip number one. Tip number two would be to start with small quantities and eat slowly. Okay, this really goes hand in hand with what I just said, right? To make sure that you're still eating, but, you know, maybe at your meals you're not eating as much because you are really being in tune with how your body feels, right? If we are sitting in in our living room and eating while watching TV, your body can't process both things, right? It can't 
track and pay attention to both things. So most likely your attention is going to go towards whatever you're watching, right? Your, your brain's going to be focused on the drama that's going on, or if it's comedy, you're going to be laughing about the jokes that are being made, or whatever it is you're watching, you're going to be focused on that, and you're just going to be shoveling food into your mouth, right? And your body's not going to really realize that, you know, 30 minutes later, you ate a whole box of cookies. So being mindful as you're eating is super important. It also, on the same token, um, should be said that if something doesn't taste good to you, you don't have to keep eating it. I grew up thinking, and nobody ever told me, right, that I had to do this, but I always felt like, oh, well, like, it's on my plate. I should probably eat it. I I feel like I saw my dad do that a lot. And then obviously he ended up having heart disease. He is like a health specimen now. But back then I saw my dad like eat things, you know, if there were leftovers um, on my plate and, you know, he didn't want it to go to waste, he would eat it. Um, That's obviously a little bit different than what I'm saying. But like you don't have to eat something just because it's on your plate. If you are full, you should stop eating. If you eat something and you're like, wow, that didn't taste like what I thought it was going to taste and that's not really satisfying me right now, then don't eat it. Like you have the right to stop eating something if it doesn't feel good to you. Um, so that also goes with the tip number two of start small with small quantities and eat slow. Um, and then also eating slower is going to allow you to process food more easily because you're going to be chewing more, which is going to break down your food into smaller pieces. um, And that's going to allow your body to digest it much more easily. So tip number two, again, is start with small quantities and eat slower so you can be more mindful as you're eating. Okay. Then tip number three, tip number three is going to be savor your favorite treats. Okay. These are your your favorite treats, your seasonal recipes. Um, And again, they don't have to just be treats. They could be, you know, your grandma's favorite casserole, right? Maybe that's not to you a treat. That's like a side dish or whatnot. So savor those, meaning make it a point to eat those favorite recipes of yours because no food should be off limits, right? When we start to restrict things, that's when we want them more, right? And that's when potentially those those instances can backfire because then we just say, oh, screw it. I'm going to eat, you know, whatever I want. And then you just go hog wild, right? So make it a point to make sure that you are having some of your favorites. In fact, have all of your favorites if they're available to you, right? But just make sure that you, again, like tip number two, that you're mindful of it and use smaller portions, right? So maybe you're not having half of the pie or a quarter of the pie. Maybe you're just having a small sliver of the pumpkin pie because that's really all you need, right? And if you're mindful as you're eating it, you will probably realize that you're going to get full pretty quickly if you had, you know, several other things on your plate and this pie is, you know, maybe the last thing that you consume because it's a dessert. You're going to find that you don't actually need a big chunk of that pie because, having a little sliver of it satisfied you and and gave you um, the satisfaction that you were craving, right? So that would be tip number three is to savor your favorites, um, whether those be treats or just those seasonal recipes, okay? Tip number four is to, there goes Riker, tip number four is to keep moving, all right? 
You know me, I am always moving. I'm always showing you on my stories Monday through Friday and occasionally some bonus movements on the weekend I share with you um, on Instagram. But keep your body moving, okay? Even just a simple walk around the block is gonna be supportive, all right? Or making it a priority to do a little less sitting while you're at home will keep your metabolism going. When we sit around or we're living a very sedentary lifestyle, that's when our metabolism starts to slow down, right? And if you're doing that on a regular basis, your body gets into this slump of having a really slow metabolism, which makes it hard to, harder to process food. So if you you know, keep in the back of your mind that you wanna keep your body moving, whether, like I said, that just simply be you being conscious when you're at home of, you know, standing and moving, walking around more often rather than sitting, you know, that's that's probably the easiest way to, to get um, more of that movement in. That's going to help to keep your meta- metabolism functioning at an optimal level so that you um, feel less of those symptoms of bloating and indigestion and all of those unwanted things that, that we can often feel when our metabolism is sluggish. Furthermore, moving your body, as you know, hopefully you know, reduces stress. So it's like a two for one, right? You're helping your metabolism to process your food more effectively, but you're also reducing stress. And we know, I mean, I don't know who doesn't feel a little bit stressed when you are at a family gathering or a holiday event with friends or coworkers, there's inevitably some stress attached to that, right? And so being able to help your body cope with that stress, which we know stress can impact the gut in more ways than one, uh, can be super, super supportive. All right, and tip number five, final tip, would be to maintain your sleep schedule as much as possible, right? Obviously with things like New Year's Eve and maybe staying up late or whatnot on Christmas Eve um, and throughout the holidays, obviously those things are gonna come up, right? So you may not get as much rest in the, on those days as you typically would. But overall, throughout the course of the week, if you are focused on maintaining a regular sleep schedule, right, where you go to bed at pretty much the same time and you wake up at pretty much the same time each morning, that would be ideal, right? Because a lack of sleep is going to mess with your blood sugar. And so when we have a dysregulated blood sugar, we then crave higher fatty foods and more sugary foods, which is going to just make us feel really lousy and crappy overall. So the goal would be to aim for seven to eight hours, ideally, each day, each night that you sleep. And if you're not able to do that, right, especially during the holidays that I just mentioned, then you might wanna implement or incorporate some 20 minute naps to just pick up the slack a little bit, right? If you sleep for more than 20 minutes, you're gonna get more into a deeper sleep, which is gonna make you really groggy. And it'll just overall make it really much more difficult for you to get back into whatever it was you were doing before you took the nap. So to recap, my five tips for holiday eating would be to not skip meals, to start with small quantities and eat slowly, to savor your favorites, okay, those treats and seasonal recipes, keep your body moving, and to maintain your sleep schedule as much as possible. 
So I hope these tips make the holiday eating season a little bit more manageable for you, a little bit less stressful, because that is my intent in sharing these five tips with you. And that being said, I want to close this episode out by letting you know that on Tuesday, November 29th, 2022, so coming up here in a few weeks, I will be hosting a live webinar that will focus on the connection between stress and our gut. Okay, this will take place again on Tuesday, November 29th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are interested in attending this, there will be a link in next week's show notes for you to sign up. And later this week on Instagram, there will be a link that I will be sharing so that you can register to sign up for that. It will be completely free. So if you're interested in learning about the connection between stress and our gut and you want to know how you can better manage stress and reduce the unwanted symptoms that stress causes on our gut, then make sure to stay tuned for that link that again will be in next week's show notes. And later this week on Instagram, I will be sharing the link as well. All right, my friend, before I let you go, I just want to thank you so much for being a loyal listener and tuning in. And if this is your first time, then thank you so much for tuning in. And I want to just ask you, if you could, out of the kindness of your heart, go ahead and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast. It would mean the absolute world to me. In doing so, this is going to allow my podcast to be pushed out to more listeners like you who want to and need to hear this information. It is my absolute dream, my goal to impact so, so many more women in the future and you will make this dream a reality, this goal possible for me if you just take the next 30 seconds to go leave me a rating and review. I would be so incredibly grateful and your kind words, your support of the podcast would mean the absolute world to me and to all of the future listeners who get to read your your review. So I thank you so much in advance for supporting this podcast in this additional way. I appreciate you and I'm sending all my love to you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. It is my mission to support as many women as possible, and together, we can make that a reality. I am honored to be on this journey together. Until next time, I love you, I'm always here for you, and I'll talk to you soon.